Good morning, it's a sunny bank holiday Monday and this is the El Food Brothers broadcasting to you from Zifferblatt in the Manchester Northern Quarter. Jesus, it's time for the El News Brothers. Let's start out with a, a new story that El Food 2 brought to my attention via the medium of text one morning going, if you're going to eat dog food, you're going to expect <laughs> trouble really. And that's... Uh, Tennis star Serena Williams is quoted as saying, I ate dog food. Um, so, I mean, yeah, she ate dog food and she was sick after it. And she did it before before um, a major tournament. I think it was a big semi or actually yeah, like yeah. a big final. I mean, she's a professional. She's obviously, I mean, what, top of her game. Um, why, why? Why would she do that? It, was there any explanation? There's very little in the new in the news story. My fear would be she'd cut running around the court trying to catch the ball if she eats too much dog food. <laughs> yeah, you take on the properties of what you eat. But I think what the, she said, um, she said she was. I think it wasn't. She went and got a tin of winner lot from from the sh- local corner shop. It was to be fair to her. When you read a bit more, it was she was at a fancy restaurant, obviously that makes food especially for your dog um, or hotel. But um, she went, oh, I fancy a bit of what my dog's having. I'll be honest with you, I, sometimes I've fed my cat like a beef in gravy and thought I could probably eat that. But I draw the line. I draw the line when it's... Uh, I put it in the bowl and I just leave it. Cause it... I, I can see where, you, where you're coming from, that sometimes it looks appetising. But the main problem I had with that story was that she said, oh, it looked nice, I tried it, and... It wasn't great, and then later on I was sick. They really should warn people that these <laughs> are for human consumption. <laughs> but like, they have gone. Here's some food for your dog. You know, dog food. Yeah. I, I can't really feel sorry for her. I just find it odd that, I mean, as, as professionals ourselves, I, I wouldn't have eaten something like before this podcast. I want to go. I'll, I'll just have some risky food. I don't. And if, I don't know. Bizarre. So I think the advice there is don't eat dog food. (laughs) Ultimately, you've learned something from our podcast today. I think robots are going to be taking over the uh, restaurant industry. We've got three three articles that all relate to each other. We've got um, now. I don't like the. I don't really like how this is titled. It says an unsettling new restaurant chain learns your food preferences and serves your food with zero human interaction. I don't find that unsettling. I like the idea. I, I even like a McDonald's where you get yeah, to go yeah. and just press it. I think it, it's better because not from a not from a social point of view. Uh, even though I'll be honest, I am the type of person who'd rather <laughs> just get my like transaction. <laughs> no, I'd rather do my transaction and yeah. go. And I'm sure they would rather the niceties. But just from a point of view, there's less mistakes. If you've entered the order yourself, there's a lot less. Mm. You got my order wrong because yeah. you got your own Definitely. order wrong. So and you, you've got no one to argue with if there's a robot. Robots are never wrong. <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned that McDonald's, and I, I love that. I love the uh, McDonald's local McDonald's around here, the Piccadilly one, because I can go in in the morning. And I go in, headphones on. I just walk up to the machine. I press, I press what I want, and then about two minutes later, I just have to go over to the counter. I don't actually have to talk to anyone. The the one thing that annoys me about that place, well, is they have a little conveyor belt where the food's coming down. Why can't they just have like that built in, so I can go pick up my food? That's what I wanted to change to. Because what I hate, I hate, and I think 
I'd love to see it in a different country because it's the British way is everyone orders their food and then they go queue mm. they start a queue because they can't not get the idea that it's like Argos and your order's going to come out and you're going to be able to, you, you don't need to queue I, I just I hate the queue system though. John digressing slightly from food but but it is on the point it's the <laughs> same as point. when you've got a ticket and you've got a guaranteed seat on a plane yeah, yeah. and everybody runs yeah, up to go I'm going to why it, it's not going to gain you anything your order's ready when it's yeah. ready and it's, it's exactly yeah. the same ethos as Argos or food it's or, the British way they love a queue they I'm love sure the queue. Japanese will be onto these robots quicker well, than anyone else I'd love a restaurant where it's the zero interaction to be honest especially especially fast food I think you just don't want to um most of the time you just don't want to deal with humans to be honest that's the truth so so this one looks um, looks pretty cool the the um, the other thing that's happening is uh, there's a humanoid robot called Pepper and it's getting a job at Pizza Hut so the future is now um, this is Pizza Hut and they've got a a robot and I'll, I'll, I'll show you the picture here I'll show you pretty this, very humanoid this is it a bit creepy it, it's basically like a is it a little bit 80s kids TV show? It looks a bit like a child, doesn't it? Mm. And then it's got... It's basically just got an iPad strapped to the front of it. So I don't even... Couldn't you just have the eye? You could just remove it. Pepper. Do you know what I love about that story? Pepper is getting a job at Pizza. That's the only <laughs> job that Pepper... Pepper's mum hasn't been saying you've got to get down the job centre or you're joining the army. Pepper was only ever yeah. going to work at Pizza. I think the trouble with these humanoid robots is they, they've tried it and it... That looks quite terrifying in the they, little they, video. They creep you out, don't they? Yeah. It's trying, it looks like it's trying to chat up the girl in the video. To Do you know what it's like? It's very like a robotic morph mm. from Heartbeat. Oh, yes. <laughs> with, with a morph. That's a reference. Uh, <laughs> it is an old school reference, but I mean, that that's quite terrifying. Yeah. But I don't like that. I, I prefer the other way, which is the, which is the restaurant, the unsettling restaurant. I find this less unsettling because it's basically an empty, completely empty. Nobody in there looks like a human or is a human. You've got a series of tablets... And then you've got little pods where your food will just come out of a little pod. Having recently just got back from visiting four European countries, in the Netherlands they've got where you go in and they've got where you can order it. Um, It's it's not quite to that level. It's very... Do you remember the old machines you used to get sometimes in colleges and stuff where you could pay and it'd have like chilled food in it or whatever? They had them at my college, like a sandwich or whatever. They've got a lot of them, but with like hot food in them it's that sort of system but it is basically now I think it's there's a slight cheat to this that there is actually a human being somewhere involved making the food but it's a step in the right direction especially for fast food I think can you all can you ever completely remove a human from the so even if it's someone just to oversee I don't see how you can completely remove humans from that pro I imagine it's on the cards down the line but it seems difficult I don't I think you've got they build cars with robots, don't they? I think there's people that are working on the you know, programming side of that, though, surely, and the engineers and stuff yeah. like that. There's probably... You need one person maybe on call or something to fix it if it goes wrong, but... I imagine labour costs go down, but what about the initial investment or something well, like that? Well, the former McDonald's USO CEO, he's saying that uh, the $35,000 robot would be cheaper than hiring workers at $15 per hour. Um, I mean, he knows what he's talking about. CEO of McDonald's, I mean, that's 
you don't get much more top dog in the restaurant business than that, do you? Well, it's probably because one can knock out as much work yeah. as four employees or something. Because, well, it's basically, I mean, this is a bit of a US angle. The, uh, they don't really have the minimum wage, do they, uh, or the living wage. So the fast food workers are, are asking for $15 per hour wages. Now, what is $15? About 10 or I think. I'm going to do the Google. It's more than you get in a Mac. I think a Mac is here, you'd get like your six quid, seven it's ten, quid an hour. Ten, yeah. quid a, ten quid an hour. It's not bad, is it, that, that for, for fast food? To be honest, um, it's, I, I mean, I don't know what it's like in America, what, what an average wage is. I don't know. It seems high. I mean, so he's basically saying you could buy a $35,000 robotic arm. Um, That's not to put on himself, <laughs> is it? <laughs> um, that's a one-off cost as well. Yeah, a one-off cost. Minimum wage is seven twenty-five dollars an hour in the US, so they are asking for quite a lot more. Now that's quite more. shocking because that's low. That well, yeah, yeah. seven twenty. That's about three fifty an hour. Well, it's the, that's the difference with the US. I mean, working in McDonald's is probably one of the worst places you can work in the US because you don't get tips. Mm. A lot of a lot of restaurant, a lot of people who work in that industry in the US rely on tips to make up their wages because there isn't. There isn't a minimum. You, you, you can be paid like a dollar an hour to be working in a restaurant in the US. That's why when you go there, you have to give them 15% of a tip because otherwise they're not making enough Think of the money. stick you take as well. I mean, that can't be... It just needs to be one order's wrong someone mm. kicks off because they're in a rush. They're the most important. It must be awful to be... We've talked about uh, opening a restaurant. Would you, would you hire a robot? Would you, I mean, would you buy a robot to do jobs? It's a hard question knowing what you do 20 years down the line, but yeah. I feel, I, I, I appreciate that people would would feel the same as us and not really want all that social interaction, but then when you think about becoming proprietors and us owning mm. an establishment, then maybe you'd feel different about it. Maybe. I, I think, obviously, you don't want to, you don't want to take away jobs from everyone in the world. People need jobs, but I think particularly very unskilled jobs like I mean washing up we replace that with machines yeah you could get you could we already have haven't we really yeah you could get a robot to do like prep for vegetables and then your humans are, are free to do more I think front of house stuff you, you, if you go to a nice restaurant you probably want you want someone from that you want someone friendly to, to welcome you you don't want Pepper you don't want Pepper <laughs> Pepper Pig or whatever his name he, he, churn up your uh, clientele you look, uh, that is the unsettling. Uh, it's like something from Buck Rogers. It just reminds me of an 80s yeah, TV yeah. show. I I'm not comfortable with him because you don't need to do that. Someone's gone, let's make him quite humanoid, and and it makes him. It's the difference between awkward. an appliance and a, a living thing. And yeah. a, he's neither. He's neither. He's, it's wrong. But um, the debate, I think we're going to start seeing more automation in, in fast food restaurants, and I, I think that's a good thing for fast food because, to be honest, a lot of what fast food isn't, especially in this country, again, is, fast. is fast. London is getting its first naked restaurant, and the waiting list is at five thousand. Is the I, I you've just literally thrown this on me, thrown your <laughs> naked idea on me? Um, it's not our idea for our restaurant. No. Can I? I mean, you're going to go through this. Is this the the staff? There's a lot. Or there's, who's naked? There's a lot of questions, and I I don't think it's explained. Um, it's a pop-up restaurant for th it's going to be there for three months it's going to be I think the clientele will be naked um, but I'd imagine if you are going 
naked you would not would you want your um, waiter waitress to be naked that's very gender specific <laughs> uh, <laughs> but would, what, you, no. would you want the meat and two veg literally <laughs> in on your, your face yeah. <laughs> no I, I don't think you wouldn't have that you know did you order breast or thighs the other, yeah. I, I think I think all the jokes are there but I think if we were to I think from a hygiene point of view it can't be the staff but then I think from a safety point of view all in one person is going to drop some food on themselves <laughs> and this place is just going to be I'm it's thinking, fraught with danger. I'm thinking for the staff hairnets. There's going to be more hairnets in the middle of faces, isn't there? <laughs> it's it's a weird. It's clearly just trying to get in the news, to be honest. And we've 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 aided this. Um, I've I've got no desire. I've got literally no. De- this is a question, and this possibly is a personal question. Mm. How often do you eat naked? I've done, <laughs> I've done it. In me- <laughs> In my crazy, this is a bit personal. In my crazy youth, I've eaten in the bath as well. <laughs> really? So, so, yeah, yeah. Never eaten in the bath. Well, do you remember those things back in the day? I don't know if everyone used to have them or my family just sort of... Do, do you what, remember the microwave like, in, the, in the bathroom? No, those... <laughs> those little sort of things that went across a bath. Yeah. They used to put, like, soaps and tell no, no, no. You put a loofah like in metal, it. Yeah, you put all them things, like the metal sort I've of tray. I've been a loofah since the 80s. But you put the metal <laughs> tray then, it's a perfect height to just rest a bit of, like... I mean, I was in a rush, and I thought, you know, I'll have, like, my microwave meal on that. I'm not advocating, I'm just saying, yes, I've done it. I'm not it. saying there's anything wrong with it. But I don't I've think... Never, I've never done it. From a hygiene point of view, you, I've looked at people in a normal restaurant and thought... <laughs> It looks like you could do with a wash. I'm not sure I want to see someone in would, that detail. It would, it would put off. It would put you off your food. I think just seeing. And how come? It be, I don't know. I suppose it's like these groups of naturists and that because you think people are just going to be looking around, looking at each. And I suppose when you're in those circles, I, you're not going to be so bothered about it. But also as well, isn't that the embarrassment that can occur in those situations as well that's not going to be nice when you're going out for your dinner yeah if that happens around you yeah, yeah, yeah. there's nowhere to hide <laughs> we're great friends we go out for meals with our wives well, you're but I, don't, I, I don't think us and our wives could would go and do that i don't think i don't think even if we put on the i'm louis theroux vibe we, i don't think we could do that no sushi was a push yeah <laughs> Too much raw fish for sushi and yeah. naked people. Sushi was too much. <laughs> Tushi is just far too <laughs> far. <laughs> no, I, so I, I think it's not going to take off. But I, I've got an insight that you, you've eaten in the bath. I've never eaten in the bath. Never eaten in the bath. Well, we, you know, these things we're here, we rectify on the podcast that <laughs> we'll find out later. So, so I, next week, next week we'll eat in the bath. <laughs> if you've been keeping an eye on the website, that's lfoodbrothers.com, you'll see that, that last month or... The month of um, April, because to be honest, we're coming to the end of May now anyway, we, we set ourselves a food challenge, but a bit of reverse food challenge. We wanted to lose as much weight as possible, really. And, it, and to be honest, it, well, I'm not going to go too much on about that, but we've lost a, a lot of weight um, successfully. I think we basically just realised if you count your calories, you only have you just it's basic maths, and, and uh, we're sticking with it. But there's... A, there's a few interesting different bits of advice. There's so much, so much different advice about uh, weight loss, and I've got. We'll bring, we'll bring up one that I thought is made the news, and and she's um, a story on Instagram 
that uh, Simone Anderson has gone through a total body transformation, losing more than 14 stone in just two years. Now, that's that's not a bad way. Like, I, I'm going to say fair play to her. I We've been there. We've been overweight. Fair play. She's sort of like that. She looks good. She looks good. Um, to be honest, 14 stone in two years is not... Sensible amount. It's a sensible amount. It's not an amazing amount. I think... I'm on a similar... I'm, I've not actually got 14 stone to lose, to be fair. I've got a, a few stone to lose, but not 14. But I'm I'm doing a similar weight loss amount. It's about four pounds a, four pounds a month. And that, you know, fair play... Four pounds a week. You've four pounds, rocked four, yourself sorry, Four there. pounds a week. But um, you read into the new story a little bit, and she's had a gastric sleeve fitted. Now, which basically means her stomach's a lot smaller... Um, you see how far down the story that is though because yeah. it really sucks you in and that's a little bit annoying her, her stomach's around 15% in the original size and then she's combined it with a healthy diet and, and I'm not saying the surgery is what you know done it has done it all but I just think I think that sends a, 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 the wrong message that you need to have this surgery to, to lose that weight but you don't all you need to do is eat, eat less food <laughs> It sounds stupid to say that, but it is. Um, I think you quickly start to realise that things badged as... I mean, I'm, I'm derailing a little bit, but things that are badged as diet food... I was talking about this missus the other day, and she, she threw a fact out that she knew that I think they only have to have sort of 30% or so less fat. To, to class yourself as a no, diet no, food, no, you no, don't no. need to be well, it, that good. I, I mean... And you soon realise when you start looking at calories. It annoys me people just go, I'm eating, you know, be good to yourself, this, that, yeah. and the other, I'm not losing weight. It's like, how many calories are you eating? Well, I'm eating all this diet food. It's like, we're logging that, you know, you yeah. don't, you, you keep a rough idea. I, 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 I log on an app. Um, I, I won't name the app, but I log on an app. It keeps me, I just use it as my jailer, if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's worked. I've lost a stone, and I've got about half a stone to go. You've lost quite a lot. And we literally, we're not picking diet foods. No. We go in, you know, if you want a piece of black pudding, if you want a full fat Coke, if you want a beer, if you want a wine, do it. But just be mindful that you're going to have to sacrifice somewhere else. The National Obesity Forum has basically said, eat a lot of fat or eat no, eat zero sugar and don't count your calories. Um, I mean, they're coming at it from a diabetes point of view and... and that is a I think that's a danger because people say people say it's not all about sugar it's, it's about being overweight it's mm. a diabetes cause I, I agree with them on one point just because you're eating fat eating fat does not make you fat the calories make you fat when your body turns it into fat it's fine to eat fat but also it's probably a lot of calories trim the fat fair play to the government getting involved on the storylines come yeah. through. All the, all the fat cats on the gravy <laughs> train. <laughs> no, but fair play to them coming out and getting involved in the story like this. And, you know, they're bringing the sugar tax in and stuff. They clearly do care. I don't like the sugar tax. I, I disagree. I don't know if I'm keen on the sugar tax or some of the things that happen, but they clearly care about what people say, oh, this faceless, just, oh, we're going to come in and we're, we're going to say you can't do this, can't do that. But to come in and get involved in the story like this, I think at least shows that they do have some sort of yeah. concern. I mean, this, it's getting onto politics is whether the government should care at all, should have any say in what anyone eats. Um, well, it comes, if I was to, if it was to put my political head on, it doesn't come down to the health. It comes down to the cost 
it's going to cost the country because we're going to have to have healthcare for yeah. these people. I think ultimately that's why it is. Well, I mean, that's where you... We're not a political podcast, but you get into the world of what should the government be involved mm. in? Should they be involved in people's health or should that be entirely separate from the government so then the government isn't making decisions based on people's health? But, I mean, if they're going to give advice... It, it, no, but the trouble is no one follows advice... They, they can put advice out as much as you want and everyone just goes oh yeah but everything everything causes cancer everything makes you fat and stuff which is a danger but um, but then they change their mind on that, that two yeah. years later where they go you should have three cups of coffee a day when they were saying don't drink any coffee because so one, one minute it's carcinogenic the next minute it, it's, yeah. a, it's a superfood I think the general gist of what you should eat hasn't really changed for a long time really though it, don't, I, eat, don't eat too many calories and try and get a bit of balance into your diet get get some greens in there get some veg in fruit and and if you're getting and if you can if you're overweight you can tell you're overweight sort it out I think there was a big shift at one point perhaps late 70s early 80s when it was meat and two veggies not the type in that naked restaurant but meat and two that was it you know it was like a bit of carb bit of that and I suppose Mm. there is that balance there but I think it's become people have understood for the good and for the bad people understand nutrition a little bit more carbs complex carbs I don't know what half of these words are but people buy into it and it changes the way that people eat well we covered we covered the whole carb thing last 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 week's podcast last month's podcast sorry um but yeah, they, there's so much mixed advice, but I would say, I mean, look at your own body and see see if it's working or not. But um, the, I think the advice not to count calories is, is a stupid one. Calling for labelling on, on food to um, say how much exercise you need to burn it off. Now, they, they, they tested this out. I've not got the video. I won't play the video. But um, a suggestion like the crisps will have a picture of like a, a run a run and say this is going to take you 30 minutes to burn off I've got a, I've got mixed thoughts on that again it, one th- thing I mean again I don't think it's up to the companies selling you crisps to tell you how much exercise you can take I think it's impossible to tell you how much exercise is going to burn that off because it's going to be different completely different depending on who, what you weigh how fit you are that's my problem if it doesn't come and say you need to do walk at four miles an hour for X amount of time yeah, yeah. But because you can't this is similar to going back to the other podcast the big guy Ken Young oh. when he said oh it's taking me half an hour to do a ten minute walk and that just <laughs> yeah, shows that that, that that just shows that that's not actually yeah. that it, it, you'd need to put too much specifics it's not up to them to tell you what exercise you need to do but then again is this general care for the people you're selling to or is this avoid legislation because we've told them yeah well it, it's not anything that the the, uh, the food manufacturers have thought of doing they're just hell i don't know who the health experts are but i think it's a pretty stupid idea actually when i think about it more and also you you can't if you're trying to lose weight just don't don't worry about trying to burn off the calories because mm. you're not the real advice should be you're not going to burn these calories off just don't eat them because the amount of exercise you need to do to burn even 300 calories off it's like a 5k run or something when people are dieting yeah. and they reduce their ca- however you do it 5 to or just reduce your calories you create that deficit in your calories when you exercise you create a further deficit people that go I've done a 400 calorie run so now I can have more 
to eat. No. It's pointless. Yeah, okay, you can do that, but take the gain of the additional deficit you've yeah, created. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think, again, we're not health experts. We are just two men who have lost quite a bit of weight. What, probably knocking on four stone between us in two months. I'm at I'm two, two stone six now. And I've done a stone and a half, yeah. so yeah. Um, and to be honest, we changed, we, we, we've kind of reversed our lives around, I think. I think we've probably, rough estimate, maybe had 10 years to our life. We probably have. Maybe. So there's going to be 10 more years of this podcast, but uh, <laughs> we're going to be... Write well, in if you want us to <laughs> start eating kebabs and drinking beer again. We might, we might, see, uh, we might see the future of like having a completely automated robotic restaurant. You know what I'd love to see, in fact, for restaurants? Get your robots and also get them robots to tell me exactly how many calories I'm eating. Because that's what I want. You know, that, that's the big difference I've, I've done now. If I go to a restaurant, I don't even care about the price. I care about the calories in it. The cost, the cost of food to me now is the calories in it. Do you know what I not care the, about? Not the money. I care, and we had this recently <clears throat> where a group of us went out. Um, I care about how hard it is to divvy up the price of a meal. And I think oh. in these electronic situations, where <laughs> yeah. if you can just drag, literally, just get just get a map of the table you sat at yeah. and placemats, <laughs> just drag it each to those people, yeah. and then cut. Think of this, and then just scan them for paying it. It's so much easier. Because yeah. we got into the some people are drinking, some people aren't. Yeah. I've since checked the bill, and <laughs> some of us were drinking water and probably out-billed at 3.50 to 4 quid for bottles of water yeah. the few people who were drinking. What? But, you know, isn't it nice with the human interaction thing and saying lack of... Just you think of a large iPad-sized screen and just move stuff to who's yeah. had it because they're always like Wait. should I split that in half yes we've had this when we've been out for lunch you split that in half how much do you want to pay each well, just well split it in half half <laughs> you do get some restaurants where they are a bit shackle bag mm. um, which is a term for being uh, lazy or not wanting to do your job and you're waiting for someone to come over and take the give you the bill and you, or you're waiting for someone to come over and take your drinks order the other thing I've seen they have it in in a career um is a little button on the table that is service mm. or bill or leave me alone or something like that, and it's a, it's wonderful, you know, because you, I find it, I'm quite an awkward person, I think, especially a restaurant. I don't want to like like clip me, clip people, clip their fingers or like wait. You, you just get that awkward like, how do I get your attention without? At the end, that? I do the universal <laughs> sign for bill. <laughs> that, <yeah. laughs> but I just feel like. I want you to come over and do your job, but yeah. I don't want to ask you. <laughs> I just, I, I'm like, again, I'm so British. I don't want to put the person getting paid to do their job out of their way to come and serve. Please hang up and try again. Think perfect restaurant. Go in, order on your table, tot up your calories for you, tot up your price, but actually make your calories a larger thing. Because I'm, I genuinely calories are more important to me than cost of cost of food. Now, mm. this is the one. Oh, I did actually. Funnily enough, so, sorry to just derail. De- de- we've derailed through, off. We've got we've gone off one rail. <laughs> uh, and we've gone It's like a northern rail. Train. It is. We're at, <laughs> we're on the bus replacement <laughs> yeah, service we are at the bus moment. Replacement. But um, but no, well, it's not even bus replacement service. It's it's, it's walk. It's, <laughs> We, we have cancelled your train and there's no way for you to get home. <laughs> no, but it's a very quick one. Went out last night, went to the theatre, went out with the missus prior to that to eat and I did pay a pound more because they offered a light version yeah. of my yeah. food. So, I did, you know, I've, yeah. I've, I've openly proven well, I would pay a little bit. Yeah. The, actually, interesting the way I, 
I, I saw someone, I think it was a Reddit thing saying, um, if you look at food and you and, and you go, oh, I'm going to eat this because I paid for it, it's like that. You it's this it's this sunk cost fallacy that's in a lot of things. It's like, well, actually, you've you've paid for that food, and and don't just be if you're full and you're not eating all your food, don't the cost to you is more to your body, mm. and the fact that it's going to take you energy, time, money, or whatever to get rid of Deep. that that fat. Just, I mean, I'm I've always been brought up like. I think you brought up finish your plate finish your food especially at school I don't know if they do I can't believe they do this at primary school anymore but I remember being at primary school and people being made to cry because they did not eat their food and it was all that and I think that is that's worse than all this they worry about the sugar tax and everything but when in our our schools you're teaching people eat food that you don't like or you don't want to eat yeah and then they wonder why people are obese. Well, I agree with like health and stuff, but my son... You agree with health my, my, my son is at primary school, right? And I remember back to my school, then, yeah, okay, I could eat chips every day, right? But he'll go like... Oh, it yeah. wasn't healthy food. Was no, he'll go like, oh, eaters. Dad, yeah, we can have chips one day. We, sounds like 1984 <laughs> or something. He's like, we just shovel in this grey yeah. food. And it's like, I, I know they're doing it for their best, but I think, I think back to those halcyon days of just chips and gravy all yeah. the time. It's done me no good, obviously, but... Watch your flavour with the L Food Brothers. What's that flavour? Tell me what's that flavour? What's that flavour? Tell me what's that flavour. On the last podcast we did, we discovered the remarkable revelation that L Food One has never eaten a pot noodle. He's loosely aware of some of the pot noodles, but not really all the flavours. I know there's a new one. Well, yeah, he considers them quite exotic, apparently, which well, was no, an interesting I, 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 description. I'll, I'll give a bit of background to that. I'll also admit... Uh, I've never seen a Die Hard film. Mm. That seems to shock people. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I think I've had a very sheltered upbringing, to be honest. I think, if I think back to my childhood, food was chips, um, fish finger, a lasagna. A lasagna was probably as exotic as our food got, really. Just geometrically um, shaped dollops of food. Yeah. Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never... I never even see noodle to me. Some comes up Chinese food. Mm. We, we never had a Chinese gone to a Chinese restaurant. Had a Chinese takeaway. Yeah. We're very straight laced on the food. It wasn't until university that I first had a Chinese. Uh, when when uh, my my now wife said, "Oh, we'll have a Chinese," and I was like, "I've got no idea what." <laughs> I honestly thought. Chinese food was some really weird exotic stuff, but yeah, like sushi it's or just, like, yeah, 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 like it's just chicken and yeah. and beef. It's I, and I'm I'm a big fan of Chinese now, but yeah, she ordered lemon chicken, which I wasn't that impressed with. But um, noodles just seemed very exotic to me, mm. so I never touched a never touched a pot noodle. Well, what I've decided to do is I've lined up five um, pot noodles. Um, and they're completely blind. Um, but the interest in this is it, it was a bit funny to go, you know, on a pot noodle, you'd try them. But also, we've had these conversations about the taste of things. I know what smoky bacon tastes like, and I know what smoky bacon flavour tastes like. They're not the same thing. And the interest was to see, on a complete blind taste test, without a lot of knowledge of flavours, what you think it tastes like, mm-hmm. what you think that might translate into the flavour being from your knowledge of pot noodles, and then a rating system. Well, I only know. I only know there's two. Ex- I know two existing pot noodles. The 
Bombay bad boy. I might be able to pick that one out. I don't know what Bombay tastes of, but I know. I think it could be. You know what bad boys taste. I know. I know what bad boys taste like. I like plenty of them. I think there might be a carpety taste based on the fact that El Futu <laughs> had a system of uh, making the panus on the carpet. We sat round. We're sat in a room called the dining room, round a massive dining table, and he still made my panus on the <laughs> on the carpet. He's got a system. Are we, so are we ready on. to hit number Let's one? On. Knock me out. Okay, do you want to do... Tell me what's your flavour. What noodle? Hot noodle. So I've got noodles, <laughs> kind of congealed. Not what I've come to know noodles from eating Chinese food, to be honest. It... The only hint of anything other than noodle is green... I'm talking down, I can't is little green bits. Could be could be chives? Dunno. So I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a liberal mouthful. So it goes in my mouth and it's quite it's like nothing's in your mouth but like cardboardy so <laughs> I I'm gonna take another bite. Lots of carbs. It's a bit like a soup. Like a really nondescript soup. So I'm going with, is that your, it tastes like a nondescript soup are we having with your taste? Something though? like, um, like when you get a cream of vegetable soup or possibly, there's no meat looking substance in there, so just, I don't know, cream of vegetable or something. I've gone with cream of vegetable. <laughs> you don't want enough the flavor. So at the moment you want to just go. With chives. Chives, there's chives in there. So fl- the flavour it. So you think it tastes like cream of veg soup? Do you want to guess what the flavour is? At what they call flavor? it? Yeah. Vegetarian bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Knock me out with number two. This is another one that I consider. I, I, I'm going to rate. Oh, we need to rate. We're rating these out of five. Yeah. I would rate that as a one. A one. That was. You're going to taste it. I know. What, I'm. What? What's I'm your rating? Right on, what's your rating on that one? A one. So, haven't had many of them, but it's oh, a solid three for you're me. You're into that one. That's, that's the best one. It's not offending me with it. Um, it's got not a lot going on there. This is another one that's probably considered one of the main classics, as it were. Okay, so I can see a little bit of red. So I'm going to go with chilli. Uh, there's definitely... Or is it tomato? I'm going to try and get a red piece. And uh, get the full flavour effect. Okay, so that's not not particularly spicy again. <laughs> Cream of tomato soup. That one. <laughs> I'm loving the soup vibe. <laughs> that's uh, that's a bit better. That's got more going on. I'll give that a two. What do you think it might be? Um, tomato. <laughs> just tomato. Okay, something and tomato or just tomato. Noodle and tomato. Noodle and tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's Number weird three. when you don't know what something's meant to taste like. It now is... this is this is getting quite. Uh, okay. This is an interesting one. This is actually one of the other things that put me off pot noodle. This is the classic. Looks yeah. like someone's thrown up pot noodle. But with this one, I truly <laughs> believe it tastes nothing like what it claims to be. I, I'd be interested to see what you come out with. Right. With so like I say, first things first. It looks a bit like someone's thrown up. Uh, there's a pea, an actual. That's a real pea, and I presume that's a a bit of carrot. So, or it could be vomit. It could just be vomit <laughs> on, it, on 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 a sweater, mom spaghetti. 
Okay. Ooh. Okay. Different. So it's, I mean, that's definitely, it tastes very similar to the other two. <laughs> what in the way that it tastes of noodles? It's got a little bit more going on in the world of spice. It still just tastes like soups to me. Okay, what, what flavoured well, soup? Well, it's carrot and pea. Carrot and pea soup. <laughs> it's a hint, no, it's a hint of spice, so um, Moroccan carrot and pea. You think it's Moroccan <laughs> carrot and pea? Maybe it is Moroccan. Hmm. I'll give it a three, because it had bits of things that looked like actual food you're, in you're it. You're a bit of a fan of the Moroccan carrot <laughs> yeah. and pea. Oh, it's got a warm, it's got a warm going on. Right. That, that could have been the Bombay bad boy. Don't be well, fooled because there's two quite similar ones and that's the first one. Okay. It I'm looks, just tipping you off there. It looks like the last one apart from it's not got the peas in it. I'm tipping you off that I think you'll get this one. You could get this wrong. Alright, okay, so this is curry. This I can smell the curry. I could I could smell the curry before it came out. Came See out. what do you think? See if you think it tastes like curry. Let's get this in. That's like a curry, that's like curry sauce. So you say it tastes like curry. <clears throat> what do you think it might, its flavour might actually be? This could, that, be the, that could be the Bombay bad boy. It could be. I'm just going to go, it could be the Bombay bad boy. So it could be. Do you want a second choice for that? I'm just saying, um, do you want, if it's not? Chip shop curry flavour. Okay. <laughs> or It is exactly like that curry sauce. That's um, not like that. What are you rating uh, it at? What did I give the other ones? Uh, one, two and three. I'll give that four. It's just like working your way <laughs> yeah. up there. That's the best one. It's got, I had a flavour, the other one didn't have any flavour. Okay. They definitely put curry sauce on That's the last one. Okay. So now I'm going to take a swig of water. I'm going to gotta cleanse the palate because I've got it. That was a quite strong taste compared to the other ones. Um, this has nothing to tell you what it looks like. Possibly a little bit of pepper. Peppery. Could be peppery. Okay. All right. So that's that's another curry one. Mm. Okay. So that's a spicier curry one. So it tastes like spicy curry. That's a spicier curry. So I, I, I've think obviously it probably gone wrong on the bad boy. Well, no, you said bad boy or chip shop curry. So yeah. do you want to go this, your first one, chip shop this curry? This is the bad boy because this one's spicier. The second one is a bad boy. And what are you rating the, uh, that one at? Um, I'll keep it as a four as well. Four as yeah. well. Because I've got my ratings next to them as well. Okay. Right. Do you want to play the game now? I'll match them up to... Where I've got the lids, listeners. Yeah, okay, lids. Um, I'll tell you what I'll do. The ones that I feel that you're going to get given are original curry, which was number four. Number four. Which I think... Yeah. I'm not faulting you on that it's at curry. all. The bad boy was number five. Right. I've guessed those. Those are the only ones that had any discernible taste. There's your three flavours of your other three. Okay. So beef and tomato was the one I said was tomato soup, I guess. Um, Did I say cream and tomato? You said noodle and tomato soup. Yeah, so that's beef and tomato. That is beef and tomato, correct. There was no discernible beefy taste. No. I mean, you don't get anything for this. You've done your no. score, but it's just interesting to see. And then out of the other two... So the first one was chicken and mushroom. first one was the chicken and mushroom. The soup taste. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no meat you can't sense the meat flavour out of any of those no. things and then that's the one that I really object to the chow mein the one that's just carrot and pea it's just such a strange taste but yeah. Moroccan carrot and pea but, <laughs> but yeah they, so that, that's your sort of that's your exposure to pot noodle um, so they do have some of the t- I could I could get some of the tastes um, it's clear that if you put curry in something it just that is the overwhelming mm. taste but what I don't even know what chow mein tastes like, to be honest. Not like I mean, that. It was just... 
So we've got we've got it, it was it was really was a sliding scale because you went with one for the um, chicken and mushroom. I went for a three. It's out of five. You've gone for a two of the beef and tomato. I went for a three. You've gone for a three with the chow mein. I went for a two. I'm not a flavour. I, 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 I only mein. like the chow mein because it had bits of food that I could identify as food in it. Chip shop. Made me feel better. Well, you said chip shop, but it's curry flavour. Yeah. You're going for a four. I'm going for a three. And the bad boy, you're a four, I'm a five. But we both know the levels of... Mm. I like a spicy food. For me, it's not overwhelming it, it for me. It didn't feel like it was any tastier from the heat. I felt there was more... I could get more taste out. Probably, I probably put the original curry one above it. Mm. What that does me. So which one wins? Which was it? Crown winner from the score. score. Yeah, bad boy. The bad boy. There you go. The bad boy wins. Here it is, Greg David. What's your flavor? Right here on Flavor Radio WXCD. Well, flavor. <laughs> tell me what's our flavor. Can we just? Can we do this later? <laughs> it's not worth. And now it's time for whose snack is it anyway? I'm now going to give El Food 2 a test uh, to see if you can name the tastes of a variety of snacks. Now, these aren't standard high street snacks. I've had to go to a specialist shop in the in the northern quarter for this. They're not, not vegan, not, are they? Not, they're not, not the vegan <laughs> or the uh, other specialist shops that you uh, see around the northern quarter. <laughs> uh, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, Place in uh, Athletics, uh, Athletics Palace or Athletics, I don't think it's called Athletics Palace anymore, that specialises in imported uh, imported snacks. And Is they still stolen from and there? Yeah. Get some I don't know, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> eventually venturing back into uh, Athletics after many years, <laughs> and it, uh, it, it's a strange place really, but um, good for good for some, some little shops. Anyway, let's get on with this, get on with it. So Alpha 2 is going to eat a variety of snacks and he's going to describe them. He's going to guess at what he thinks their flavours are. And uh, then we're going to do uh, ratings and reveal all of them. I'm going to the first one. Number one. It's sort of tubular. It's almost like a marabone dog snack. (laughs) Sort of thing that Serena Williams might eat before a final. I can give you a guarantee these are... uh, not labelled as dog food. I can't give you a guarantee they're fit for human consumption. There's a bit of a smell going on. It no, looks like there's a sugar coat. What's it smell? What's it smell? <laughs> I'm really trying to say it's great. It's, 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 like it's like a food critic. This is, this is what you call organoleptic testing. Oh, what? Taste Orgasm? Or, <laughs> yeah. Or, no, no, no. <laughs> organoleptic. It's when they do like the taste okay. and the different areas of your tongue. Wow. That's pro... He's still sniffing the dog, the, the dog treat. <laughs> this could have a sort of spicy vibe. So let's, any let's, any flavours uh, coming out of that? Not from the smell. From the smell, <laughs> possibly a spice. Maybe spicy tomato from the smell. Sweet chilli from that. So sweet chilli from the smell. And let's 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 pop it let's in. Pop it in. It's in his mouth. It's crunchy. You can you probably get a bit of a crunch. Quite pleasant. Pleasant. Right. It's claiming to be spicy. I need to bring this down because I like... I'm going to go back for a second. I have a second. I've got quite a few in the boxes. I'm trying to break one open and... I'm going to have one to remind myself if I like them as well. 
I recognise a flavour. I'm going with chilli. Just chilli? Try and guess. So, these also have um, quite specific realms of what they are. Okay. Quite very specific. This is a specific food item that you would see on a menu. Um, in in some respects, I don't think I don't think you'll get the exact thing, but I think you'll get similar in. Let's go for chili nachos or something like chili that sort nachos. of idea. And um, we've done the texture, so the te- the texture is quite crunchy, but it's also it's got, a crunch, it's got a crunchy yet soft. When you buy it, it's soft, isn't it? it it's pleasure. It it it's a crunchy um, launch <laughs> with a soft finish. It's a solid four. Yeah. Mm. Chili nachos. Mm. And it's, it's a it's a four. I I like them as well actually. Um I quite yeah, I I, I think it's a four for me as well. Alright, number two. Okay, so it looks similar to the other, bit of a dark. It doesn't look unlike because it's got some sort of sort of it's got some texture. It looks like a shrunken version of like a cork out of a wine bottle, <laughs> but I'm hoping cork, it's not. Cork shrinkage. So cork shrinkage with perhaps a salty as This has got a distinctly inflated pretzel. It's quite so, oh. it's quite obvious with Oh it's a sweet smell. It's quite obvious with its look. Oh, you know what? It gives you a lot. It's got a very pretzely smell to it. Pretzely. Oh. Got choc- it's got what I consider a chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, no, it's coffee. 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 Is it coffee? I will not. Coffee I green. Won't say anything. You've it's got a coffee a green pretzel. It's a coffee cream pretzel. They're outstanding. I'm just eating another one. Oh, they're wonderful. <laughs> Sorry if this podcast is just crunching. Mm. Mm. Not good radio. You um, you're gonna give that to five. They're exceptional. To a five, that. Mm. I leave it on the same scale as the last one, but I, I do, I do like. <clears throat> well, there's a like you said when you looked at it, it gave away quite a bit of what it was. So a very pretzely look. It, it looks like a cut pretzel, and, and it's got the salt on the outside. So you got the salty. You if it s- looks like a pretzel, it smells like a pretzel. It, it, it's, it's a pretzel. It's not a pretzel officially, okay. but it is um, salty. All right, number three. Number three. It's again. It's from the same food family, I believe. Yeah, is they're, the other they're, they're all um, the same shape and. Uh, in the same sort of brand. No, it's still got the salt on the outside. This one, it's got that sort of marrow bone look to it. It's probably, I think it's your bone marrow leaking for it. It's got blood. A, it's a, a red, a red it's got a pinky sort of. filling. That pinky filling, I recognise that smell to be... It takes you back to something that... I know what it's taking back to. If I make pizza and I use the squeezy paste, squeezy the... Paste. Um, the squeezy paste. Um, tomato puree. Tomato puree. Yeah. Hence, it's going to be pizza flavoured. That is 100% a pizza-flavoured snack. Do you want to... Do you want to try and pin down? It's cheese and tomato pizza flavour. Just cheese and tomato. Margarita. I 
can't spell margarita, so I'm going to put cheese and tomato. Yeah. <laughs> if it's corn margarita, I'll give you the points myself. Uh, what, you, what, you, what, you playing, what are you playing the score for that? I think, I think this one might be my favourite one. It's a three. Do you know the trouble with that one? Is it is like you say, it is like almost like you've got a tube of tomato puree. They've clearly used tomato puree in the ingredients. And I think tomato puree is too strong to taste, and it unless it's on a pizza. Yeah. Um, It's a three. You're having a three. I'll give him a three point five actually. Yeah. There's a change now. It's looking like a classic crisp, almost like, not to use a brand, almost like the sort of, you know, if you want your pop, you can't stop. It's got that kind of a shape and a texture to it. So a strong barbecue smell to the the brown sort of coating on top of it. But also, within the brown coating on top of it, there's little sprinkles of red and black, so there's probably going to be some sort of chilli and pepper involved somewhere here. I'm taking a punt at. I feel like I'm really every, good every at this. Every ingredient's coming into this. Interesting. It doesn't taste like... It's got a, a level of spice to it. I'm, I'm ditching the barbecue sort of feel. Barbecue's gone. Well, I'll leave the barbecue in as your initial taste you came up with, but um, not for your final guess. These are interesting. Mm. Like, these are, you, you, you pull them in it your develops. mouth. It develops. And you're not quite, it, it's a flavour I'm not familiar with, I think. Well, it's a flavour I am. I can taste like... Or not a combination of these. Lime. It's, it's chilli and lime or something. I can taste the, the citrusy. I've got the chip. There's something in it that I'm not quite sure what it is. These are interesting, these ones. And then they leave a little bit of a fiery finish at the end. Yeah. Really? Quite salty. <laughs> he's just thinking. <laughs> it's just dead, dead air, but he's really closed. Sky's closed. He's thinking. He's making that funny hand movement that people do it's got citrus in it it's, it's citrus. chili and lime so you're leaving it as chili and lime yeah do you want to hazard a guess uh, maybe like what they would call that like a particular um, in particular they probably think it's a curry flavour a, a, a type of food um, an ethnicity of Chinese <laughs> I tried to use a word that I can't say. <laughs> I think it's Chinese. I think they're trying to. I think they're trying to get the taste Chinese. of. What you rating them at? I don't think they're like they're right, three. But they're not brilliant. They're edible. Yeah. They're not like Serena Williams dog food. I'm, I'm just giving it a two point five because I feel like I want to have something slightly different. You right. just want to put a half value. This is a classic. A texture. A classic crisp. Um, it's got a bubbly texture. Um, it's a quite a large crisp. It's one that if you reached into a family bag and pulled it out, you'd think I've got a good size crisp. Mm. Not like the ones that have clearly shrunk over yeah. the last ten years. Well, it comes in a massive bag, but um, smells like. But they had to do one of them bags that are half filled. Smells like cheese and burnt plastic. <laughs> <laughs> cheese burnt plastic. I don't even want to put it in my mouth. <laughs> 
He's not into it. He's not having it. Now, if you saw the picture, really if you saw the picture that went up on a, on Twitter last night of the bo- of the uh, bags, I did. Did you see there was one that had like a thermometer on it mm. that was suggesting it was hot? Now, I, I, I mean, you've already said you'll. Look, I'm just going to give you a hint. It is that one. So cheese and burnt plastic flavor. I thought. As we know, but listeners might not know, you can put thermometers and no, anything you it, want. It's but. not. Um, it's like a medium heat. Oh, according to them. I'm, I'm, I am digressing a little bit. Hang on. What's replacement service? When I sent a message to you, Rudy, when I sent a message to you with regards to I'd tried the Burger King or the hottest, angriest mm, one, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel it was that yeah. spicy. The Tex-Mex burger at um, McDonald's, I, I would rate that. Yeah. I'm a spice lover and I would was say that that's got the, a decent level. Was that the one where they were offering you two different levels of spice? To I don't know, but the one I had I was quite yeah. pleased with. So I think they're trying to push spice more. That's got an edible, an audible crunch. That I think everyone at home is going to hear that crunch. They're going for sort of chili cheese. Hmm. Chili cheese. It's definitely got cheese, cheese powder on it. Cheesy powder. This is a cheesy residue. It's a shocking, baggily, badly <laughs> made crisp. I think these. I think these were um, disappointing. It's chili cheese nacho. I'm nacho friend, is what I'd be saying to this. It's got a weird... There's some weird t- aftertaste. There are one. No, I can't tell. They're pretty grim. So... I'll go with one. Actually, I'm going to go 0.85 for that. <laughs> I don't quite want to give it one. But they've got, like, this really... They've got a good got spicy aftertaste. What is that initial taste? Because I don't... It's cheese. Is it like a whey well, or powder? It's like a cheesy. I think they've gone for. I'm going to go in for for artistic reasons. I'm going to go back for one of these grim crisps. <laughs> they leave a fiery finish, but they sort of start with a weird. Very much like chlamydia. <laughs> Doesn't have a fiery though. I don't know. <laughs> um, they start with a weird cheesy. They're not good. Um, they're not good. They're a 0.85. They think they're chili cheese chili nachos. Cheese nacho. <laughs> Orange, cheesy, tubular, cheesy-looking cheesy snack. Um, puffed corn snack, I believe they're called. But it? smelling it, it smells pretty cheesy as well. <laughs> <laughs> smelling this tubular, <laughs> cheesy like thing... It. Cheesy tube. I'm thinking it's just a generic. It's in his mouth. It is, isn't it? You might. The trouble is after after them. After them is there's nothing to pick up. You might need a small cal- pl- palate cleanser. <laughs> Cold coffee palate cleanser. <laughs> wow. I think I probably put them in the, in the wrong section. They should have come earlier on to get the nuanced flavours that are in there. And it is it does cleanse. Let me palate cleanse does, with let me let me palate cleanse with yeah, with a salt. You've gone for a salty pretzel. These claim to be um, quite quite a, a nuanced flavour, really. Oh. Rather, rather than just one particular thing. Actually, they all do. They all claim to be human flesh. <laughs> It smells cheesy. I'm, I, I can't go past the fact, I think... They're cheesy. 
if it looks like a what's it <laughs> and it smells like yeah, a what's it I, I think but they're larger than a what's it yeah what about blue cheese that's your flavours do you want to have a guess what they call them uh, I got, I'll say this I think they're calling it five cheese there's, some, there's something and something okay so cheese and this is sanguine sang- I'll leave you on for blue cheese what are you rating them? two not into them so I quite like them I quite, I quite like the uh, format of a what's it so I'll put them up to a four actually um, that's the that's, that's, that's them done <laughs> Um, first of all, let's toss up the um, this best one. Um, I think it's the vanilla frosting. It's definitely the, the vanilla frosting with a uh, with a score with a score all score overall score nine. Is that number two? Number two. What did I call that? Oh, sorry, I haven't told you what I would call it. No, but you've guessed. Oh yeah. So the winner is the one you described as a coffee cream pretzel. Its name is Vanilla Frosting, um, but also I'll, uh, I'll I'll show you the I'll show you the bags of them now. They call they're the combo range. They're called sweet and the sweet and salty, and they're the Vanilla Frosting Pretzel. I do think they had a coffee taste, so, but so you got well, you got cream and you got pretzel. I'm happy with that. I think I was a decent guess at that one. I'm so that was the that. winner. Um, and I'll go through I'll go through uh, what they all are now then. So number one... I'm going to eat them as you tell me what they number are. Number one, now see if you can get this. This is, again, the combo range, seven-layer dip tortilla. So they're suggesting there's seven different flavors. So it's got, like, guac and salsa yeah. and sour cream. But you said chili nachos, which is pretty damn on, really. I mean... I just thought... It's th- I've tasted it somewhere. I think it's the salsa that's coming through now. It's, it's tortilla... With, Fair play. With, 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 with chili nachos. Fair play yeah. to these guys, right? Because you taste it. I can taste the Saturday. Yeah. yeah. yeah I th- I'm having that. I'll be honest with you. I think those combos are Very a good. decent snack, actually. Yeah. I'll give you that. That That is a perfect guess, that one. I'll, I'll give you half a point for the coffee cream one with pretzel. Actually, no, I'm going to give you no points for that. No, I'm going to give you a perfect point for the first Fair one. Fair play. But the second one was a bit too easy. It was pretzel. Yeah. So, um, number three... <laughs> Is pepperoni pizza again in the combos range? Um, pepperoni pizza and then cracker. I don't know what cracker means. Still not get pepperoni. Um, nah, I'm, I, think, pepper. I think there's an overwhelming taste of tomato puree. Yeah. Um, interestingly, what I spot on these bags is um, <clears throat> natural and artificial flavoured filling. Mm, so some of it's natural, some of it's are, which I think is probably what's um, helping getting the real flavours in there. I thought it was pizza, I'm having that. Yeah, no, that was a good... <clears throat> I'll give you a point for that. I'll give you a point for chilli nachos. It's two points. Right, number um, number four, is it? I'm on. Korean barbecue. I had to buy it after last uh, month where we said Korean's the most popular thing. Mm. And you said we should have a Korean... Um, <laughs> we're having the Korean barbecue stacks, uh, which is kind of a a blown it, I'm not a pretzel. I, I deviated. I went for barbecue. You know, went away from it. Didn't you I? didn't. You got yeah. 
it's like if I give if I'd gone with your first bout, you might have, but then you went into chili lemon. Mm. Um, you kind of went Chinese, which I think it can taste the whole. I think it can taste bulgogi in there somewhere. Who is bulgogi? <laughs> What's he doing in my crisps? Um, so this one, this next one, which oh no, no one. <laughs> Here we they, go. That's not a very nice. They're not. Oh, nice. Uh, these are uh, Blair's Death Rain, so they're trying to be uh, all, you know, oh. hardcore. Ancho chili cheeseburger. What is ancho chili? I'm not sure what an ancho. Is it ancho vision chili? Because I don't know whether it tastes good. I don't know. Bloody bad. Uh, that's horrible. It's, it's a mess of it's a mess of flavors. Just go skim. Can't recommend them at all. I bet ancho chilies, anchovies, and chili, and that's why it tastes so grim. So you got chili cheese and stuff. I, uh, you know, half, I don't know where you were ever going to get the burger. Half point. Half a point. And, and the last. What about the what's it? I'm going to tell you what. I'll give you the point for this because these are, um, these are, buffalo blue cheese flavour. Oh. So essentially, it's mostly the blue cheesy flavour, but there's meant to be a slight buffalo element in there. So, um, the buffaloes are out there, but um, that's a decent, I put the buffaloes out to graze them, I'm afraid. What score did I get? Did I get, did I get a score? We can work out what your overall score. Well, how do we work out? You, you score. To be honest, I think your guesses were a lot better. But your score, should we, should we go through just your score now? Because it's still so. You went with for the. Um, you went for the chicken and you went for the chicken and mushroom. <laughs> I forgot what they are already. As vegetable bad boy, can't give you anything <laughs> well, for that. I said generic soup though. I can't give you any of that. That was your taste, like your flavour. I tell, tell you what, you've you've won the taste test definitely. But I would say that is a slight on pot noodle. Because yeah, it I would is. say pot noodle is very generically flavoured. I'm, I'm giving you I'm giving you points though for noodle and tomato <laughs> for <laughs> beef and tomato because you can't taste the beef yeah. flavour. I'm gonna give you points for Moroccan carrot and pea because <laughs> it's still that sort of Asian sphere <laughs> of those it's type all, of it's cooking. All the same. Curry, bang on, and bad boy. Yeah. So you got you probably got three and a half yeah. out of five from my I was giving you one to um, Three, four. I, I, I got you a four, I think. Yeah, three and a half, four. Um, but I would say <laughs> the the winner out of this is the. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's not a good any chance they're going to be listening. But whoever makes combos, big snacks. If they want to send us a bag, maybe more bag to them. They are. Excellent. They're all really good. That because they put real things in them, so they actually taste like the things they're meant to taste. That's like. seven layers sort of thing. thing. Brilliant. You can taste the layers that if you think seven that. layer death point <laughs> snack can you was say, amazing. Can you taste every single layer. Well, like I started to, when you were saying it, though, it's the interesting thing with flavours that yeah. blindly, but, when you started yeah. saying it, I started tasting salsa, whether any of that was subconscious. Yeah. I don't think it was. I think the flavours are in there, but it, not, not to like big up a crisp too much. It's probably quite complex to get all those flavours in there. So well, once you're told. If, if, when you initially buy into that one, you, could, yeah. you get the cheese. You get a little bit of a sort of chilli, maybe a spice, but then you get that creaminess, which is like obviously the, the sour cream. So this, you can get three distinct things out of it. I'm just not quite sure what the seven is. Is the seven things in it? I should have brought the bag in to see. I'm imagining it's sour cream, um, guac, salsa, chilli. I don't know what the other two would, would really be. Maybe a cheese sort of dip. 
Let me get the picture up and let me see if I can see seven layers in that bit. I think they've got olives on the top. Mm. Layer one's like... There's your sour cream. There's not even seven layers in the picture. No. Maybe they've got seven layers we'll of, them of three different flavours. Well, yeah, okay, everything. But number number four, no, five. Yeah, they aren't true Terrible. Terrible flavours. Awful idea for a flavour. Absolute I'll what, nightmare. I'll tell you what's an anchovy chilli. I got them because I thought, you're into your spice. I thought, these will be really... You'll be good. into this. And there's... Uh, I don't think it is. I think it's just... Um, a type just of chilli. Just a... Like a, like a nagar or a... a spicy yeah. chilli. Not good. Um, Awful. I mean, maybe you could make that... Maybe it's just the base elements of the crisp, but something about that is just poor. The flavour yeah. is poor. Um, yeah, so if... Uh, whoever makes Blair's Death Rain... It's like... They're like Tony Blair. Yeah. The rain is I, over. <laughs> I find that it's a bit of a, a weird thing to call it. I don't think it's a reference to Tony Blair uh, and his warmongering, to be fair, but uh, Blair's death rain. I thought I thought these were going to be really... I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be really nice. It's passing, like... You like them, Doctor Evil's death rain. So they, Blair's they, death rain. They taste, uh, they taste terrible. Unless they are one that you serve at Halloween parties that people are meant to go, that tastes awful. Maybe. I think that's their brand. Is Well, you know what? Look at that bag. That's a massive one of them bags. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Awful. It's always going to be awful, isn't it? Tosh. Unless you're Catalite. And you wouldn't give uh, that to your cat, would you? Serena Philly- yeah. Williams. <laughs> Serena Williams I'll would just put them out for guests that I don't particularly like, so you'll be seeing them again. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, next time we sat around the dinner table and they come... Put them on the wife's table and um, we'll perhaps stick to the combos. The Our Food Brothers. We uh, spend a lot of time eating around the Northern Quarter, reviewing restaurants. We do one or two a week and you can read those on lfoodbrothers.com. But as you're listening to the podcast, we'll do a recap now of where we've eaten this month. And at the end, we're going to award a... Uh, New award this month. It's going to be a regular award for best eat on the street and best tweet on the street, which is uh, bigging up people who uh, engage with uh, the El Fruboros on social media. Because we we think uh, a lot of restaurants will put a Twitter account together and they'll just it's a one way. I describe it as a one way street. They'll just post a one way tweet. A one way tweet. <laughs> Wasabi. Uh, which was a f- bit of a f- bit of a first for certainly for El Food too. I think that was the first time you've had sushi. I've always been pretty. There's that vibe which does ring true of it's it's raw fish, it's raw which fish. is a bit scary. But there are other options, and I didn't have to go way out the comfort zone, but really enjoyed myself. I just remember uh, Lisa Simpson in the Simpsons. Uh, they talk about sushi. Barker. Not Lisa Simpson from another. Yeah, no, that, no, it's Lisa Simpson down down my street. <laughs> <laughs> She's famous. And Bart goes, "Isn't that just raw fish?" And uh, Lisa goes, "As usual, the playground has all the facts, but doesn't understand." Basically, uh, I think is uh, we we um, I think we really enjoyed wasabi. Mm. I can't speak for you, but I will speak for you. <laughs> we enjoyed it, didn't we? I yeah. I mean, I like the fact that you go in. We, we were in, out of our comfort zone a little bit. was very about The hostess lady comes, yeah, oh, this is how it works, the grey trays, uh, yeah. pound blah, which is good. And it was, there's a good, clear description 
in English rather than just like the actual name of stuff. So you're a little bit less yeah. scared that yeah, you see something as whatever and you go, I, I want to know whether that's crab or whether that's yeah, whatever. Def- you definitely need that. The, the p- pictures, basically. Yeah. It's sushi for sushi for idiots like us. Really. And it works. It works. Yeah, because right. we we follow my my try and test the method of what I do now. If I don't understand something, is I I just tell the people I don't understand what I'm doing, and they'll tell you what to do. We've I, become rather, a little bit less British yeah, in that way. Rather than trying to go into a sushi restaurant and pretending <laughs> I know how to eat sushi, I just go, "Why does it work?" And you get it explained. Yeah. Um, and you tried you you went you went more adventurous than I did because I had uh, the most adventurous thing I had was the breaded crab claw mm. but basically was was a, a fish finger lollipop mm. really I think could be described I had a little bit it had a little bit of a claw which was a bit squeamish type thing but your your um... spicy gungan tuna. Not the gungans from <laughs> Star Wars. I don't think they're it's not Jar Jar Binks roll in it. Well. But... I can imagine Jar Jar Binks might smell a bit like what it, it, it smelled both being fish owners with them yeah smells like an aquarium you, but you, I tucked in and it tasted fine really you nice you lifted the lid off that and I was like ooh yeah. I don't fancy that and um, but you you said it was fine yeah. you said it was all fine man. going slightly back to what you say about the old school that we would have gone in and just gone right we know what we're doing yeah. and messed up remember a story Years ago, my dad telling me because my parents are originally from the south, and when they first moved wow, here, all the way down south, <laughs> yes, <laughs> a different place. They came, and my uncle and my parents, and they went out and they go to like an Indian restaurant. And this is sort of mid seventies, and they just walk in and they go, "What? Oh yeah, five vindaloos, the hotter the better." Just thinking, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, we know what all this is about." And then loads of plates with most of the food left yeah, on later. Yeah. They sort of realised we we don't know what all this is about. They've heard a word yeah, yeah. and. Well, I was very much like that with Chinese food before, and pot noodles before I got introduced to pot noodles. And now mm. I know how you make a pot noodle. You put it on the carpet. You let it sit. <laughs> let the car- I think it's the carpet and the dust mites yeah. as they get in it give it its distinctly well, lack of flavour. That's the only meat you're gonna get in a pot noodle. <laughs> but um, we enjoyed wasabi, and I think we would return. It's best to go lunchtime because you get the grey dishes for a pound, which is a really good way to. Test out your sushi before you've. Uh, if you don't know what you're doing, you're not. You, you you've only lost a quid. You pull a you pull a grey off. You don't quite like it. You can pull another one. What I really like about. Sorry, you want to say something? I'm just gonna keep going. No, no. It, Go. it, 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 it's probably it'll probably tie in because it's still on wasabi. It's just my my feeling was. I read a little bit of advice and it went don't be too adventurous first because yeah. you're probably gonna mess up yeah. future visits. Yeah. What I would say is. I don't know if I'll ever get... Ma- I might venture slightly. I'm never going to get massively adventurous, but I do know if a group of people go, oh, we're we going for sushi yeah. now, I-, I don't have to go, I can't really go you and get involved that in that. You know? I've never had sushi. I like the idea yeah. of sushi. It's like, it's like I like the culture that surrounds I li- sushi. I like, again, it's... I mean, to be honest, it's probably the first attempt at trying to dehumanise the food process because... Is you sit down and food comes out on a little conveyor belt, and you just go, "Oh, I like that. I'll have a bit of that." And you don't have to really. I like that because you can eat. You can eat as much or as little as you want. You're not ordering courses. It's a really good experience. I recommend anyone who's not tried mm. sushi get down to wasabi. Get I yourself think... five grey dishes of yeah. things that you think look nice. I'd to be honest, I would go with looks because I think sushi does look nice it look, it's well presented and just give it a go and if you don't like it after that 
that's not for you. I think it's what gave me the confidence of the fact that I, I am a meat lover, but over in Amsterdam, I had the steak tartare. I've seen yeah, it before. Well, I've seen it, and I've, I, I know it's pretty much horse or mint, pretty much uh, with a little bit of stuff done to it, yeah. but essentially it's raw, and I enjoyed it. But I think it's that confidence of going, I've had something raw, mm. and it didn't die. <laughs> I think yeah. it's... Well, you, you've become very cultured with your European mm. ways now. But anyway, try try give give peace a chance as I uh, said it wasabi peas. Peas, yeah. It was a it was a little pun taken from the L Food Two pun book. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so uh, second place we ate is uh, Yard and Coop, which is right next to uh, where we are now, uh, next to Zipper Black in the Northern Quarter. Now uh, we visited this in in our first week of of, of doing the L Food Buzz before. In fact, before the L Food Brothers had been christened the L Food Brothers, uh, and, and we, I think we picked the wrong time. We went in. We've got the full rundown on the website of the what happened then. But we we went in and sat down, and and then about I would say five thousand students. Yeah. Like, what, what we learned, fact, at I, least five thousand. I wasn't profiling them as students. They were students because it was a student event. Came in at, just after we'd been sat down, and, and we were just left. Sat, sat on a table with nobody had even offered us a menu or But we were paying. Drinks. This is this is what yeah, yeah. irked me. Yeah, yeah. Paying customers should take precedent over... Get, I'm not saying over street, I'm not saying any... I'm not on about any class system. I'm yeah. on about people who aren't paying and getting yeah. free. Should They should go, look, guys, you've got to wait a bit because yeah. we're just trying to suck you in because you're going to be here for three years at uni and we want your repeat business. This is what we're doing. And I understand that the business, yeah. you've got to do them promotions. I will not hide from the fact... I slated them in in a in a review on on a site where you rate places. Now I've been back fair enough, but I slated them yeah. originally. So second visit, which was this month, uh, the Elfu Bros down Hollow Grudge. We said, and this was actually going to be a very special meal for us because mm. it was our first meal after the official diet. It's like our anniversary meal, yeah, like. yes. <laughs> and um, we enjoyed it. Uh, there was less people in there. We got our own little corner that we dubbed Chicken Corner, which is a, a reference to something. If you don't know what the reference is, <laughs> you won't get it. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. There wasn't anything wrong with the food, but there wasn't anything that made me want to return. I'm not like going, oh, let's go to Yard and Coop, because it's, it was just okay, nice enough chicken. I think Yard and Coop, along with a lot of Manchester eats, not just Manchester, a lot of eateries full stop, don't advertise things as don't call them things like skyrocket nuclear chili chicken yeah, you, if it's not you, hot you have an issue with the spice levels of uh, because I like it hot if you warn someone it's yeah. hot I expect it to go for spice lovers only or something just do something that this actually is, this is a whole different debate the ability for a restaurant to tell you how spicy things are now I like I like spicy stuff and I probably like things spicy than an average person but I don't like things as spicy as you like them mm. but if I I'll go to restaurants and see something spicy and they'll go how, and they go you can have it hot or not hot I go how spicy is it and they'll always tell me oh it's really spicy and I think sometimes I'll get the I'll get the non-spicy thing and I think oh this is really bland mm. and you, know, you got told buffalo chicken was going to be low yourself the, the, yeah the person serving you couldn't even couldn't even um Smell, deal with the smell of it. But that's a very personal yeah. thing, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, fair enough to the girl. That no, might be the no, fact. No, it's not, but, not, not, not know. the service fault. I'm just wondering what, how can we? There needs to be a universal. 
how hot is it scale. Maybe you need or, to base it on the Scoville scale. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or when the, in fact, when you get a choice of how spicy something should be, they should bring a little sample out of which. Of so that's one. a fantastic idea. Because I don't know how spicy I want it. Because you can't give me a scale of how, how spicy. How difficult would it be to have maybe ten pots scale of one to ten? Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. Well, let's well, let's keep that we'll one. Sit on that, one. <laughs> sit on that idea because it's really tricky when you go out to a restaurant. I think to get the spice levels right. Some people and everyone's different. People don't like it spicy. People like it really. I'm spicy. loving your work. That's a good. I, I think we just come with a genius idea. Though. I think we need that. Um, <laughs> so Yard and Coop don't listen to that because that's our idea. But, um, yeah, so you have buffalo chicken, which is sort of. Standard spicy chicken wings. I quite like buffalo quality chicken, chicken which I expect yeah. from somewhere called Yard and Coop. It right. was very, yeah. very good chicken. Um, I had a chicken breast, which is buttermilk chicken, which I, I said is the new pulled pork. Everything's buttermilk chicken mm. now, which essentially is KFC chicken. Uh, I had loads of chips. I think it was more chips than chicken. Um, I had a bee's knees sauce, which I don't know how many bees were in the sauce, but it was a, all right. Mm. That's all I can say about Yard and Coop. It was all right. I've got nothing particularly more to say about it. I've got to say that, though, is it, it's a massive change on the way we felt because we felt almost rejected, but yeah. nobody at least said, oh, guys, I'm sorry you're going, you know, come back on yeah. whatever day. That's all I asked. Do you know what? Yeah. And I would have come back. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, they even didn't, if they, they didn't, didn't know, we'll do something yeah. for you. Come back, guys, in the week. Sorry yeah. about this. They didn't know this. Is a, I don't think we ever made a, a, a particular complaint to them. So... Uh, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they're all right. And um, the trip abroad, the next place we had <laughs> Rudy's <laughs> trip abroad. <laughs> I'm confused. We went out. Of, we actually oh, had yeah. to go over the yes. uh, northern quarter border. I think um, we're going to crown our favourite place at the end of this discussion. But I, I, I think we already know it's, it's Rudy's Pizza. Um, yeah, as as Elfu Two has alluded to, though, this is in Ancoats. Now, if you're in, to put Ancoats on <laughs> for about a mile to get there. <laughs> if you're in the northern quarter, that's ooh, you've got to cross. I think a, a dual carriageway, a main road. It's it's main. It's got at least two or three lanes of, of fast moving traffic. It but it's it feels very northern quarter once you're across the road. It feels safe. Um, there is signpost back to the northern quarter it's all fine and there's a, a massive kingfisher painted on it as well so uh, watch out for the kingfisher <laughs> kingfisher kingfisher um, but I think, so I'm going to I'm going to fault I'm going to give Rudy's it's one fault yes. which is they need a sign because when you walk up straight from the northern quarter into it Ancos I, we couldn't find it and we were stood right by the thing they just need a signpost or something outside to say. To be fair, I agree with you on this occasion, but you said a similer thing when we were at the print works and there was the biggest, <laughs> bigger sign than your where's house. The, where's the print <laughs> I still don't know where the print works. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Rudy's Pizza has the name on the tin set. Just the sign pointing is all it is. It does pizza. Um, it's a Neapolitan pizza, which basically is. Um, well, you know, freshly made dough, they leave it to sit for 24 hours and then. They cook it in the pizza oven. Now I, I timed it at a minute, but I later read it's it's thirty seconds. Amazing cooks in. And uh, what the great thing is is we sat at the counter and we watched them. We watched them, you know, knead the dough, spread the dough out. We saw them. I ordered a pizza called the Lardo. I saw them slicing my meat thinly. I saw them pouring my egg yolk. It had an egg. 
Yeah. They bonus points for the egg on the pizza. And I just saw them perfecting where that egg was. And I just, there was so much love and craft went into my pizza. I did just I get a big little a little Britain vibe from make the dough <laughs> the dough <laughs> I don't actually know if they were needed but, uh, no, but that that was I like an open kitchen mm. and that not just through paranoia I like to see it's clean but also yeah. as well I do like to see my food being prepared it gives me an additional confidence yeah you're confident they've not um, you know dropped it on the floor mm. but I, I, I loved I loved the fact I could see how much care and attention had gone into my pizza and it was art wasn't it it's not yeah, just cooking you don't necessarily appreciate that when you order something in a restaurant and, and that maybe doesn't always go on but um, we had two lovely pizzas mm. my pizza I think I ordered the best pizza for me because it, it an egg on a pizza you went for the Calabrese which was a yeah it had some nice sausage, sausage on it that was really nice um, and they provided chilli oil to just give it a little extra kick which is always nice when you just want to spice it up yourself a little bit um, there's not much more to say about Ruiz apart from you should definitely go and we will return we will return yeah I, th- I think in terms of if you're looking for a pizza place to go and there are good pizza places around here where you can go and get it by the slice but if you're on the hop go somewhere and get it by the slice if you've got a little bit of time to spend not a massive amount but if you want to spend a lunch hour somewhere or an evening I'd say go there if you truly want to enjoy a full pizza because it's probably one of the best pizzas I've had. Full stop. Well, it is in it is in a, a, a book about the best pizza places in in the world, and there's only two places in Manchester in this book, and that is one of them. Mm. But um, lovely pizzas, top work, guys. And um, this is a message to you. <laughs> and, yeah, if you check out the review, it was a, a creative moment for the Alfred Brothers with the. With a bit of a play on a specials, Rudy, a message to you. And our final eatery of the month is Federal Cafe. This is in the in the, just the outskirts of the Northern Quarter. I think I think you just just edging out of the Northern Quarter as you get to the corner of it. But they've got signs. They've got two big signs that say, "Coffee." Breakfast. Brunch. We still went in the wrong door. Yeah. That's just where idiots. You try to go into some <laughs> office building next door to it. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna try and use the big word that they call themselves, the Antipodean. Antipodean. Antipodean, <laughs> which means it's Australian slash New Zealand yeah. based. Um, which is, to be honest, mostly just you get the smashed avocado. Mm-hmm. I think is the is the Australian thing, and that's another turning point for the Alfred Brothers. You you had an avocado one night, chili con chili avocado, con avocado. and eggs baked in avocado. I've been, I've been creating a lot. You've more been all food. over the avocados, yeah. yeah. Um, and I and I thought we were looking for somewhere to eat, and I went, well, let's try this vegetable because they they're pushing their smashed arvo as a, as I believe mm. it's pronounced in the Australian mate mate. <laughs> I can't do I'm not avocado. Gonna, I'm not going to try and do that because <laughs> I can't do accents. Um, so we we really. We're sort of torn for federal on. We really like the food. We really like the fact that when we tweeted to them, we said we're coming down. We got an immediate response going, "Hey, yeah, come down and you smashed up a lot like this and sent us a nice uh, picture." Excellent. And after we did the review, they went, "Oh, you know, cheers for the review," and they retweeted all our tweets, which we always. We always you made the dish yourself. They commented on I it did, and I, gave I, you some kudos I did, on so it. So my dish was bacon, crispy bacon, poached eggs sourdough bread and smashed avo and then I recreated it at home I, di- I didn't have sourdough I had to have soda bread I, I don't know what I thought I don't work, know what could, might work with spelt bread as well um, 
And uh, you, can nice only, you can only get that in Hastings, I think. In Kent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, they're really they're they're a nice place, nice friendly guys. Um, but we we went down. I think we maybe picked a bad time. We went peak lunchtime on Friday, but it, it's quite a small little place and the tightly packed tables and and we literally squeezed squeezed in between two other diners and and I, like I say in the review. I think we made everyone else feel a bit awkward mm. that we then nestled in. But um, I like a bar and grill, but I don't like to feel like I'm behind bars <laughs> being grilled over my conversation by other. I felt like we were in bed together yeah. almost sat at that table. It was cosy. Um, the food, I really enjoyed mine. I think yours was possibly a bit hit and miss. Was that it? was probably my choice. You know, yeah. I, I ordered an a, egg white, an egg white omelette, which fair enough. I ordered it, and it, it was nice enough. I had mushrooms and then spinach on it. I do object to the fact they went, "There's the specials," which we alluded yeah. to in the review, mm. and they said, "This is the flavour you can have," and it was chorizo. Something it was way beyond what I wanted. Want yet it costed me more for a yeah. custom one. So all I would say, guys, it, it's not difficult to go assemble your own within reason. Mm. Two, three two, toppings, three, three, just two, pay three. the same. I, I don't feel as a consumer that's, should pay that's more. That's usually the way omelets are done. They're clearly making it all fresh. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You you paid 50p more than mine and didn't get bacon bread no. or anything, did you? No. But on the whole, we enjoyed it. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I, I think they want, they need a bigger venue. It clearly seemed very popular. I think they can fill another, a bigger yeah, venue. Yeah. But whether or not they want that venue that's mm. the size they're going for, the demographic of people yeah. they want to... to that, then that I mean, that might be part of the Antipodean yeah. vibe, the cosy, nestled in, all a bit hustle and bustle. I think the Elfruids prefer a little bit less hustle and bustle. But, but then, situated in the Northern Quarter, yeah. it can do hustle and bustle. Yeah. Maybe it's our preference. Well, it's on the edge, you see. It's quite it's quite out near the Arndale as well so I'd imagine they get a lot of passing trades mm. it's probably an excellent location for them and they're clearly doing well mm. and, and good luck to them but I think That's if up. we returned we'd turn out quiet at time yeah best eat on the street my opinion and I don't expect yours to differ in our telepathic ways is Rudy's it's definitely exceptional Rudy. pizza I can't not the venue um I watched it made, it was made from scratch, it was made with love, not in a bad way, Um, but you watched it done, and you know, more time was spent making that than cooking that, and I love that, that they spent maybe 10 minutes preparing it, and 30 seconds cooking it. Literally 30 seconds, and that's that's a skill in itself, being able to get that pizza in and out in those 30, I don't cook anything only 30 second accuracy. I look at the clock on my on my oven and I go, it was roughly five minutes. I can't make cornflakes. <laughs> I mean, they just slip it in and slip it out. Yeah, Rudy's without a doubt. I mean, it, it was probably always going to be a winner because it's pizza, but... We'll be back um, um, next time. Let, let's make it a bit easier there's, to there's, find. There's maybe a, a sign on the corner <laughs> just pointing. There's a quote. I, 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 I attribute it to Trey Cool from uh, Green Day, but uh, it could be from anywhere he attributes uh, Green Day to sex he says even when we're bad we're still pretty good and I think that's pizza for me even a bit of bad pizza is probably still pretty good I thought you were on about the oven a quick in yeah, a quick in <laughs> pizza best eat on the street yeah. this month for the best tweet on the street federal I believe yeah get best tweet on the street yeah I mean to, because, to actually um, go you can eat this when you come it did sway yeah. you on, on your choice you ate it, and then when you made it, they were in, they were really involved with a, a two-way tweet. 
it was definitely a conversation. Um, you know, I felt. I think that's probably what made me think I'll I'll definitely go and squeeze in because I liked them yeah. even at that point. And the, yeah, they, they went. They sent us a tweet going a little something like this maybe and sent a lovely picture of their, their big breakfast it, then, it's brilliant marketing yeah. though it's absolutely exceptional it, marketing it works I, I think you should really uh, restaurants should take a leaf out of their book and, and, and the review you know they sent oh massive thanks for the review have a great weekend it's a little bit like you a little bit like you know you go to a place and they go have a nice day and stuff and it's a little bit fake you actually feel a bit like that's proper yeah relatable human interaction so federal, yeah. I'll take a leaf out of the book, but don't take too many leaves out of the spinach <laughs> for the omelette because you might get charged an extra 50. But that's, that's all very, very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. But good food, but uh, great interaction. Stick it on the bill. What's coming up next month for the Health Food Brothers on, on all the various websites, social medias, YouTube? I'll just recap where you can find the Health Food Brothers home is healthfoodbrothers.com. If you go there, you can get links to all our, all our other things that we do. Uh, particularly you want to check out Twitter is where we're mostly active we are the, we're just L Food Brothers on that we're also active on Instagram L Food Brothers and we have L Food 2 is doing a lot of cooking recently as you, you, what's your name Chimpfan Chimpfan as in Chimpfant underscore 1978 watch out he's been doing a lot of cooking of uh, quite healthy looking he had a plate of something that was mostly green the other day. It's filling. They're never yeah. really touching much more than 500 calories. Um, top-notch food. So there's going to be more of that next month. Uh, I'm going to be doing quite a lot of egg cooking because you bought me a book called Just Egg. I think it's just called Egg. Mm. I call it The Egg Book. Yours. I was interested, actually, the birthdays, that the birthday. I got you an egg yeah. book. You bought me an egg coddler because I've always been interested yeah. in coddle eggs. The first coddled egg in the L food mm. family. How was the coddled egg then? I'm not. It's almost fully a, discussed it with it's you. It's a runny sort of. It's a runny boiled egg, if you like, really, in, in all essence, yeah. or a runny poached egg. It, what, it, be honest, was it a disappointment after 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 being bigging it up for? It might so be like when someone says for ten years you've got to watch <laughs> this film and then you watch it, but it, it was you know it's not. It's not that I won't only ever eat coddle legs no. from now on, but I will. Ha- I've you seen like, them on like menus and yeah, stuff like that. I think the, I think you get them like quite fancy being a coddle mm. egg can be coddled with with some sort of fancy topping. Mm. Yeah, so I'm going to be probably doing more things from the egg book, and you're going to be doing more healthy little dishes and stuff on your on your Instagram. So keep keep an eye on all the socials for that. But also, there's been a lot of debate. We've been debating in, in our little chats, burgers. There's a lot of burger debate. Now, you might think the Northern Quarter has gone burger mad and it has every... I saw someone tweet the other day, why is every restaurant changing to do burgers? And, and actually, yeah, I used to order a burger every time I went out for a meal now. And now I want to eat something different. Burgers, burgers what I think is that the burger is dead. That's my opinion. So next month we're going to be... Laying the beef to rest, which is we're going to try and determine the best burger place within Manchester. We're not going to be able to try them all, so if you've got any suggestions, tweet them. Um, There's a little Elfruit small Brothers. place, McSomething, around the corner. They yeah. do a lot of burgers. Scottish. <laughs> um, I think we will, in fact, do McDonald's. I think we should 
genuinely do a review of McDonald's burger and compare it to the big guys. We've not we've not touched uh, on Salita with the El Frubles. We've both been to the uh, Salita, and there's almost famous is the other other big burger place in the Northern Quarter. Common, we enjoy Common. We might revisit them. We thought they did a really good burger. Mm. There's a few things to debate in the burger world. Number one, what is a burger? What is a burger? We 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 were arguing this. I I'm of the my my feeling is the burger yeah because you can buy if you go out and you buy a pack of beef burgers it will be the patty it'll be the patty and I, I, I know official, this is the official I know for you a burger yeah. is the complete thing for me I agree with that that is a burger but also if someone said to me someone isn't going to go oh look at this patty <laughs> and I feel that's Maybe the burger they shouldn't do that yeah but like if you went out to a restaurant and ordered a burger and it didn't come wedged between two pieces of Bread, and uh, I agree with that. Probably had a bit of. I would, I would expect a burger to be minimum, bread, beef patty, um, onion, lettuce, tomato. I agree with what you're saying, but I also think it might just be semantics. I also do think the patty can be classed as a burger. It is. It is like pedantic, but what 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 is the bare minimum to be a burger? It's my. It's mine. The patty is if it's for resale in a shop, I think yeah. the patty. If it's in a yeah, restaurant, yeah, I agree it needs to be the complete thing. But so, I think we're also going to embark on not only trying the places around here. I think we're going to both create our own patty, well, aren't we? We will create our own our own creation. So I I think for the debate about trying to find the best burger, I want to go what I think is a classic burger, which is beef beef patty, single single beef patty, cheese. Um, onion, yeah. There's onion on there, but we can use our own recipe. Anything we want within the patty, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want a tomato and lettuce on there as well? Is that the classic burger? Optional, kind of optional for those. I'd say it's got to have cheese, a bun, a patty of whatever we right. choose to do to it, and, and, top, and toppings. toppings are your options. Toppings are limited to the traditionals: gherkins, onions, onions yeah. relish, relish. It can mustard. be it can be a sauce, but. No, nothing, no bacon, no. nothing crazy. That's what we'll do when we go to a restaurant. We'll order the cheeseburger, basically. And then and we'll, we'll make our and we will, And we will do McDonald's. We will go and get a cheeseburger from McDonald's and rate the cheeseburger from McDonald's. Because I think McDonald's do a really good burger. I rate their double cheeseburger highly. You can't have a double. I know you can't have a double. I could have two singles and just <laughs> stick them on top of each other. And, and um, maybe Burger King. Burger King, McDonald's. We'll check out the big guys around the Northern Quarter. Salita, almost famous. Now, I want to do the place that I always pronounce wrong, Albert Schloss. Schloss, yeah. Schloss. Albert Schloss. Schloss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a little bit out of the Northern Quarter, so we might have to make a special trip in for a weekend or something. Yeah. But, but they also do, which is, I think we debated this on the last podcast, um, the Pink Burgers. Pink in the Middle Burgers are common, and Albert Schloss do, do Pink in the Middle. But there's been a bit of controversy that, uh, places like uh, Almost Famous, I, I think, are not no longer doing the pink in the middle burger. And it's, it's all these, um, there's been a lot of stuff about hygiene standards and hygiene ratings. And if you're doing your burgers pink in the middle, you, you can get a bad hygiene rating because they say 
you're not allowed to do that. That burger in at Common was the most one of the most perfectly. I think it was excellent. Perfect patties I've mm. had. The burger was decent. When you cut that open, that was yeah. bang on. So I think if we uh, if we make our own burgers, we'll have to get some prime cuts of beef, mm. mince them down, and go a mm. bit pink in the middle. Gonna have to check your hygiene standards. <laughs> hygiene. What's your hygiene routine? Oh well. <laughs> Is I'll, it, I'll write you like as, a, as a treat. <laughs> you write me one as a treat, and then. Well, we'll just go with the, the food standards. Apparently, the dust come round and say you've got a bad hygiene rate, and it don't really matter anyway. But um, I think as long as it's cooked to a sensible degree. Yeah, I've got a meat thermometer now because that's the other big news. I've bought a new barbecue, and I'm I'm getting pro barbecuing with smoking and stuff. So I bought a meat thermometer. What cooking methods? Are we saying are allowed? We're, let's just cook them the same way, where you can only grill or fry. Well, thought, let's not go I anything fancy. Could, I thought you could prepare your patty yep. and bring it round, and we can barbecue them together. We're gonna barbecue the patties. Yeah, unless you don't want to. Unless you want to. Cook I don't want your, a barbecue taste you want to it. to cook your patty in a particular way. No, you can. Barbecue. I think you can do it. On, you can be the. Are we gonna play the, patty cake? <laughs> you can be the the cookie of your patty on the barbecue. Um, maybe we should both oh, that's a bit on top if we both prep them together isn't it actually? yeah so I think pre-prep I I'll think, bring it I think if you prep the, the, the day I'd before, like to leave mine to rest in the fridge anyway yeah so. you do need to because it'll I'm, let's not give any tips away but you don't want that you've been reading the same websites yeah, yeah, yeah. as me you don't want it to fall apart <laughs> that is what happens when you try and make burgers usually now I am allowing an egg to be placed on the burger as an additional topping. <laughs> Let me just fake the shock that an egg is involved. I, I, again, with the restaurant, if a restaurant offers it as an egg, only if they offer it as an additional buy-in item, like, you know, you see on a menu 50p egg on it, which is about as much as I'll pay for it, I'll add it on. Can I use an egg in any way I see fit? Yes, because it's an egg. You can use it any way you see fit. <laughs> I've got an idea. But um, that is what's coming up. It's It's... it's Laying the beef to rest month, um, the month of June. We're going to have to be careful calorie-wise, but uh, I'm sure we'll do it. And, w- and watch out for that. I think that about wraps up podcast number two for the Elfrey Brothers. Yeah. Uh, once again, elfreybrothers.com. Or just search Elfrey Brothers on, on your social media of choice and you'll find us. Please feel free to tweet us any comments. Positive or negative, negative goes to chimpfan underscore 1978. I mean, in all seriousness, any feedback's good feedback. We're trying yeah. to build up a following. Yeah. Appreciate anyone who has taken the time to listen to this. Any feedback's appreciated. And hopefully over time, we'll get more polished. We'll get a feel for... We'll smell what sells, if you like, <laughs> for free. Unless anyone wants to throw us any money, investments are welcome. Um, but no, um, in all seriousness, appreciate anyone's time for actually well, taking the time to listen. It's just the love of food. That was the L3 Brothers. Record. We're still definitely recording. Then I'll press play. Oh, jeez. Are we doing L or not? I need to know. David's Music Factory, hosted by Craig David himself. And if that wasn't enough motivation, ladies, here it is. Craig David, what's your flavor? Right here on Flavor Radio, WXCD. What's that flavor? Tell me what's that flavor. What's that flavor? Tell me what's that flavor. I'm going to leave that one. What's a flavour? I think that might have nailed it. Just play that. I think that's really good. (laughs) I think that might work.